So why wouldn't he want his disciples to tell other people about it? I think we have a clue in what Jesus says next. He, he goes on to say to Peter, um, I must suffer many things and be rejected and be killed and be raised on the third day. And so in essence, what Jesus is saying is he's saying, look, right now you have a certain picture of who I am. You have a certain idea about who I am. And uh, that picture that you have of me, that idea that you have of me, it's not wrong. It's just not the whole picture. It's not the whole story. There's more to this story about who I am. Uh, go forward to the next uh, story in Luke chapter 9. Uh, it's eight days after this interchange, and Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up on a mountain. And while they're on this mountain, um, something really amazing happens that it goes to even further confirm what the disciples thought about who Jesus was. So they're up on this mountain, and all of a sudden, Jesus' clothes and face become dazzling white. Uh, Ethan, can you put up that picture? So Jesus' clothes and face become dazzling white, and flanked on either side of him are Moses and Elijah, two of the greatest prophets in, uh, in the Hebrew history. They're standing on either side of him, and then, as if this isn't enough, a voice from God proclaims from the clouds that Jesus is his beloved son, the chosen one, the one who we should listen to. To which the disciples suggest, after they get over their fear that you can see in this, uh, the disciples suggest, well, we should build uh, some dwelling places. We should set up. They've had it confirmed straight from God's voice that Jesus is who they thought he was. But Jesus doesn't want to have anything uh, of that. He, while they're on their way down the mountain, we read in Matthew's gospel and in Mark's gospel, tell anyone what they've seen, to not tell anyone who he is. We can kind of see that Jesus is saying, look, you saw who I am up there? And we're once again given a clue as to this uh, because they're up on that mountain. In Luke's gospel, we, we overhear the conversation that they're having since he's been gone. Uh, he's not saying, man, I just wish I could get back as soon as Jesus has done while he's on earth. They're not talking about his miracles or the parable is something that hasn't happened yet. Something that Jesus hasn't bring everything to fulfillment more that hasn't happened yet. So the next day, they're, they're down the mountain of the mountain by a, a, a huge arguing crowd. It's a wonder that they didn't just go back up the mountain and escape from all of that. Uh, and perverse generation. This does, he heals the boy, right? And we're told in Luke chapter 9, verse 4, everyone was overwhelmed by his greatness them off to the side and says, look, you may be overwhelmed by my greatness now, delivered into human hands, and then you'll see what truly makes So friends, we got these three stories back to back to back, and Jesus in each of the stories. And here's the thing. We've been in this series where we've been looking at who does all the things that we've said that he is in this series. He, he is a good medical reformer. He's a miracle worker. He weeks ago, 
and, and we may see him as all of these things, right? None of these things on their own provide us with a complete picture of who Jesus is. There's more to the story in Luke, obviously. There's, there's chapters after this that we... Um, so, in that sense, Jesus is telling the disciples the vantage point of the cross. We still haven't seen him yet from the vantage point of the empty tomb. And that's what our next sermon series is about. But this morning, um, provide us with another conclusion. You may have given a testimony and, and uh, prayer to, to God. But I can tell you this, that Jesus is not set in stone and he's always on the move and if there's one thing that I can say to men there's always more about him to be discovered he's evolving as we get to know the person more and discover more about who they are that who he is to you right now may be true and it may be just wait in another week or so and while we were there, we did a lot of hiking. So uh, we set out in the morning, and uh, we hiked full. And so we had to stop and take some pictures. We had to take some more pictures because it was, it was breathless. It was the best view that we'd seen yet. Lo and behold, an hour later, we were, we were shocked and breathless and stunned that we had seen enough, that what we had seen was I think that's what it's like when it comes to discover who Jesus is. You're overwhelmed by his greatness. With who you've come to discover Jesus is. You know, you're satisfied with who you know Jesus to be already. But I mean, there's a lot more to the story of who Jesus is. It is in our lives. If we continue to climb, if we continue to seek, we continue by his greatness anew. Let's pray. Fill our hearts with a desire to. There's more to your story. No. Or what we think is true. Said? Amen. Amen.